The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus Bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 Plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. We have two podcasters on the post today, and it looks like Dalton voted. You guys can't see that, but he does have his I Voted sticker on his shirt today. I do. Um, I do my American thing today. We're going to, we're, we're going to, we might do some voting by the end of this podcast. We're going to vote. Uh, it is Dak Prescott Day as you're listening to this. We are waiting to see if Prescott will sign a new deal with the Dallas Cowboys as he has until 3 p.m. today to sign a contract extension, or he will play the season on the franchise tag. Uh, we have a lot of new information, some that came out uh, Tuesday, some that's coming out today. There's a lot, you know, a lot of breaking news coming out. Um, but the, 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 the first thing we want to talk about is a report that we heard uh, on Tuesday afternoon from James Slater. Um, you know, there's some conflicting reports going around, too, that we want to talk about, whether they're talking, whether they're not talking. Let's start with that, actually. What do you buy into that, Dalton? We've heard a few, you know, good sources, we'll say, say that they are communicating, they are, you know, exchanging offers, and then we've heard some two, two other, probably a little bit bigger, um, also good sources say that they are not communicating and are not exchanging offers. What's your take on that to start I think that uh, different people are talking to, or, you know, reputable people uh, from both sides of the, not argument, but reporting, uh, are just talking to different sources, and that's what it is. Some people uh, who are speaking to people are in the know, and some aren't, and there could be a little bit of um, misleading as well with some of these sources, depending on who, uh, you know, the, the reputable people are talking uh So let me ask you, like what, you know, because we we get in this a lot, you know, you see certain sources have certain sources and, you know, a lot of time there's a plan involved with, you know, let's go back to last year with Demarcus Lawrence, who kind of put it out there that he was going to, you know, seek shoulder surgery if he didn't get a new deal done or he was going to hold off on that. We knew who that was coming from. It was coming from Demarcus Lawrence's side because that was a nego- negotiation tactic. Mm-hmm. What does 
what does what what negotiation tactic does it have to have? Some people saying we are talking, some people saying we aren't. Like that, there just doesn't seem to be a lot of, I guess, positive. You know, like positive. I don't know the word I'm looking to use here, but it, it doesn't seem like it's going to change anything by saying we are talking or we are. Yeah, I think, and this is the cynic side in me <laughs> coming out. I don't know this for sure, but it could be that. The sources that are coming from the top are saying to their people that they're talking to that they are talking. Just so, so it doesn't make them look bad? Is that so, kind of what you're... No, no. So I, I think they probably are speaking here and there. Um, but I think... Or... or uh, sorry, I don't know why I screwed that up, but I did. Um, the big guys are saying that they're not, and they're negotiating through the media, trying to to get the people to turn on not just one of them, but, but both sides of it, just to get it done. Plus, the guy at the top really likes the publicity of all of this. Let's not let's not let that you know fall to the wayside either. Um, and I think that they could uh, be telling the guys at the bottom that they are talking because that is the truth. Like. You know, if a guy's, um, you know, talking to people in the scouting department or, or talking to people on the coaching staff, and you have your general manager um, and the general manager's son uh, telling them, yeah, yeah, we're talking, like, actually telling them what's going on, and then at the same time spinning around and telling the mainstream media the big names that they're not speaking to CAA at all. And, I mean, part of that is probably just, you know, even if they could say, because I would see them, you know, saying, hey, we, we've called, and, you know, they're not saying anything back. Like, I could see that being used as a negotiating tactic. I, I don't know what's going on here, but to be this close and to still not have any communication <laughs> seems ridiculous to me. How insane is that? It's insane. Like, like I've gotten into it with a few people on Twitter today because they're like, oh, it's no big deal. I'm like, it 100% is a big deal. Like... I mean, it doesn't take long because we know... No, right, right, right. I mean, the, the details of it you can work out afterwards. You just have to have an agreement by tomorrow. I guess and that doesn't take long. But, like, I, I don't understand... Why, why not have these conversations? Right. and that's It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's the quarterback, too. It's not your wide receiver. And, and again, the difference is, is we keep hearing that they're... Well, I'm sorry, but Dak isn't the guy that stirs the drink on this football team, Connor. <laughs> we know this. So so the thing that, that, that I guess frustrates me a little bit is that, you know, people... I saw today, like, people were like, when Dez signed his deal, he, you know, there was also, quote-unquote, no communication. The difference between a wide receiver signing a deal four or five years ago and a quarterback signing a deal right now is just completely different. And we keep hearing that they are so far away in terms of years, in terms of average salary per year, in terms of guarantees. Like that keeps getting brought up. And Jane Slater uh, from the NFL Network had a tweet uh, last night. We're recording this on Tuesday night, so it came out tonight. You guys aren't going to hear this until tomorrow. Uh, but it came out tonight, and it said, I'm told the final offer on the table for Dak Prescott is between 33 and $35 million annually with over 110 guaranteed. While there, will be, while there have still been no discussions between the two, that's the deal the Cowboys have presented ahead of tomorrow's deadline per a source informed. 
If that is the most recent deal that the Cowboys have presented to the Cowboys, then what in the hell were they presenting before that throughout the season? Or have they just not done any of that is my question. I don't think that they have budged at all. I I honestly think that they've been steadfast in what they believe he's worth. And I don't think that that's changed at all. So, so, because a lot of people have, you know, this has been a topic on Twitter as well, that Dak's their guy, but they just, you know, they want him to work with them a little bit. So do you think it's a worth thing to them, or do you think it's a, we want to be able to help build a team, blah, blah, blah. They just want to say that they won the deal. Right, so so that's what I'm getting at. This team is so stubborn in everything that they do, from free agency, from, you know, they changed their draft strategy a little bit here this year that we seem to like, but from contracts to free agency, they are very stubborn in terms of we're going to do what we do and we're not going to budge. They budged a little bit last year with Ezekiel Elliott when he held out on them, you know, turned the tables on them, and they, they, they broke down and, and did that. But I guess I just don't understand personally what they are doing. Because if you're not doing everything in your power to get a – we both agree he's a top 10 quarterback, possibly a top 6 or 7, 8 quarterback signed to a long-term deal, you're doing this all wrong in my opinion. Yeah, man, I, I don't – it's frustrating because, I mean, we've been on this train the entire time. Um, and I'm on a, I've honestly, I've just grown sick and tired of, of talking about it and listening about it. Um, and then, you know, obviously the, the Patrick Mahomes deal gets done. We're hearing, you know, 40 plus million for Deshaun Watson. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm sorry, but Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, their deals were over a year ago and the market right. is different. Now I understand that we're going to get, uh, you know, a flat cap. Um, but if you just would have offered him a, a good enough deal last year, you right. wouldn't be worrying about this. If you would have just paid him $28, 29000000 million a year, like it was, like the price was going to be before he absolutely went off this year. Like, and that's the thing. Once this happens, once tomorrow happens, I'm starting to see Dak Prescott walk out of the door. 100%. Because he's going to get tagged twice, and then he's going to walk away in free agency. Or, you know... You're exactly what you're going to do is if, let's just say we talked about this on the last podcast. Let's say he has a better season this coming up season if we have one. He's going to that like, right. There's it's, it's, for, for me. There's no doubt in my mind if there is a 2020 NFL season, he is going to have a better right. year than he did last year. So let's just write that in pencil. His 2020 year is better statistically. They have a little bit of a better record. Whatever. I mean, I don't like to. I'm not saying the record goes to the quarterback, but let's just say that they get into the playoffs somehow. We count that as a better year for the quarterback for some reason. He is then going to demand like 45 million dollars per year because by that time you're probably going to see possible Watson extension that's going to be 40 plus. And when we say that he has all the leverage right now, which he does, he's then going to have even more leverage next year. So the team's either going to franchise tag him again for $37 plus million, I think is what the franchise tag would be next year, yes. which he might not be as easy to sign next year. He might 
have taken his 31 this year and said, you know what, if this comes around next year, I might not sign it. Maybe he will. Maybe he will take the 31 and then the 37, and then, like you said, um, you know, see what his options are on the market because they won't be able to tag him a third year. But if I was him, I'd be very, I'd be very likely to take the deal this year and then next year don't make it so easy on the team to just play out that year. Make them have to bend to you because the only leverage they have next year is he if he if he does ball out like we're saying we expect him to, is we still have the franchise tag. But if you take that out of their hands, they are without a quarterback. Of course, Prescott would not get paid next year, but they are without a quarterback, and the franchise tag stuff doesn't happen until, you know, he could he could always wait to hold sign the franchise tag, end up not signing it after the draft. And that could put the Cowboys in a severe issue. So he could really hold every card possible next year going into free agency and really put them back. There's only one silver lining to all of this going forward. After Deshaun, there's no quarterbacks getting big deals. Lamar. Nobody nobody from... Lamar. And he's probably going to get... I forgot Lamar was going to be year three, so he could get that early extension. He's going to get big money. That's going to be interesting. I'm very interested in that. But we're sticking to Dak. This is the Cowboys podcast. Honestly, but, man... But, like, but that I, is a great point. Like, we can... Let's it's talk just, about that. It's, it, yeah, it's just him. And I don't know if they'll pay him early. I think, dude, I think what he is to that team in that city is big. I mean, like... I mean, the yeah. Ravens have always but been the Ravens. he's the only one. Like, Baker, right. Baker at that point, like, he had a good rookie year, but it would only be that. Josh Allen is Josh Allen. Like, you're not going to pay him until after no. his fourth year. I mean, um, at the then, Sam Darnold hasn't done anything, no. and Josh Rosen was the bust. But, you know, while, while I agree that Lamar's really that next guy in line after Deshaun, you are getting into the, you know, year or two away from your Kyler Murray's possibly seeing extensions, like guys like that. So definitely not anyone that you're worried about next year, but with Watson, with Mahomes already signed, with Jackson possibly being able to do something in a year, like there's still going to be some big money thrown around to some quarterbacks. And I think yeah. what you're going to see is, you know, your, your Josh Allen's a guy, like you said, you're not going to pay a whole lot to if they want, you know, like that could still be a $35 million quarterback next year. So while, you know, not saying I would do that. I'm not saying you would do that. But I'm saying if Buffalo, if Buffalo's stuck in that spot where it's pay this guy or try to find another one, and they don't really want to try to find another one, they could pay him thirty five million dollars a year. And then again, that's that's the sticking point for me is Dak Prescott's not going to sign a thirty five million dollar per year contract four or five years with less guarantees than Carson Wentz and Jared Goff signed. Last year, it's just not going to happen. That that deal is a slap in the face, in my opinion. Well, and that's the thing for me is like if this deal does, and, and that's what I guess I don't understand when it comes to NFL contracts and and this, like it and it goes back to something that Broadus has always said. The at the very top, there have been questions about is Dak really the guy. But that, I guess that's that's my thing is if they're willing I don't, to pay, him, I don't get it. If you're willing to pay him thirty one, thirty five for to five, pay yeah. Well, my thing is if they're willing to offer him this big contract for five years, if it's just that year, you're just being stubborn. If that's the yes. only difference for I them, agree. 
If that's the only that's what that's what Stephen Jones in negotiating through the media, that's what he's telling the mainstream media yeah. is that we don't do four year deals. That's what Jane's tweet said is that yeah. we're not a team that does four. So you're telling me you're willing to lock him up for thirty five million, thirty three, thirty five, a hundred guaranteed for five years, but you're not willing to do that for four years. That's just idiotic. Support for this show comes from Stolen Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, going back to what we were talking about uh, with, with Lamar and everything like that, looking at it next year, who are the free agent quarterbacks? All right. So... So Dak would be the hot commodity. So, right. so I could understand him, like as you were saying, not signing. Yeah, not I mean, signing. you tell me the Colts wouldn't pay him a boatload of money. Like, whoa, 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 Jacob Easton, quarterback of the future. Oh boy, oh boy. But yeah, I mean, again, we're we're gonna take a break here. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk more about this because this is gonna be a massive talking point. Uh, the day that this podcast is released, which will be for your ears, listening pleasures tomorrow. Uh, we're going to take a break, come back, and talk some more about kind of what we expect and some of the things we're hearing as well. We'll be right back. We are talking the star. And we're back on the Talking the Star podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesy. I'm here with Dalton Miller tonight. Cole Patterson cannot join us. Um, he will be back with us next week. Hopefully, we'll be talking about a, a contract extension for our quarterback next week. That would be fantastic. But if not, make sure you're tuning into the podcast either way. Uh, you can follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast just by searching Blogging the Boys on whatever podcast platform you use. Uh, hit subscribe, and you'll get multiple podcasts from multiple voices. We have six-plus podcasts out right now. Um, they've just added a recent one that is a Espanol podcast by Mauricio Rodriguez. Um, so there's a ton of content on the Blogging the Boys podcast feed. Make sure you're checking all of that out. Uh, every ga- girl and guy doing a podcast on the Blogging the, podca- Blogging the Boys podcast feed does a great job. So hit subscribe. Uh, leave us a five-star review. Leave us a comment, what you want to hear, blah, blah, blah. Uh, thanks so much to Blogging the Boys, Vox Media, and SB Nation for allowing us to host them. And we're going to continue to do so, but let's continue to talk about Dak Prescott, franchise tag, contract extension. It's either going to happen tomorrow, at the, today at 3 o'clock, or it's not. Um, you know, we talked about Lamar, we talked about Patrick Mahomes, we talked about Deshaun Watson. Let's stick to Dak Prescott now, though. 
Um, I want to get your take on it. We've talked about the years. We've talked about the guaranteed money. We've talked about the average per year. What do you think needs to happen before 3 o'clock today, before the deadline passes for this deal to get done? Is it just the years? Is it just the guaranteed money? Is it a little bit of both? What do you think needs to change for a deal to get done? I think it all comes down to do they really, really want to lock him up long term? If they do, they'll go to four years. Does Dak Prescott, is he okay with caving a little bit to be a Dallas Cowboy for the next four years and not have to worry about going through this next offseason? That's it. Those are the two things. If either of those two things happen, we'll get a deal. Um, I don't know. We, we always hear deadlines make deals. That's what Jera always says. I just, I don't know with this one, man. And I might get to, you know, 1 o'clock tomorrow, and they're like, yeah, you freaking idiots. Like, we were always going to do this. It's just the way that this goes. And, you know, honestly, it was the lead thing. Like, it. It comes down to always thinking, like, this is just Jerry keeping the Cowboys at the top of everybody's mind. And if that's what it is, then, you know, I'll kind of feel like an a-hole, and we'll all kind of feel like an a-hole, and they duped us. But if they do that, I'm going to be happy because Dak Prescott's my quarterback for the next right. four years, or five years, whatever it is. People don't understand that we we get this way because we want them to do smart things. Like, when they drafted the way they did this year, we were so so we happy. Comp- we complimented everything that they did. We we were so upbeat, so happy that the way they did things. So, like, we're only negative when we feel like we have a reason to be negative. And I think everybody as sports fans should be that way. You should, If you're happy with everything that your team does, you're not looking at it through the right lenses, in my opinion. Um but, but I'm I'm with you. I agree. Um, I think that year is a massive – and we've been hearing that for, for months, that that four- to five-year deal is the, the biggest issue that we're seeing in the contract. Um, and I, like I said earlier, I just think if you're, a, if you're asking him to sign a max offer of $35 million per year at less than $110 million guaranteed four or five years, I just think that that's an offer – that Dak Prescott's going to go, no way, absolutely not. Like, that's that's pretty much what Jared and Carson got last year, and it's one more year of me making less money than, than you know, I could get if I had a four-year deal or if I, or if I held out and whatever. Um, so I think that that in itself is an issue. The other thing that, I, that I'm having – I guess some questions about or some some doubts about is what I talked about earlier as far as Dak Prescott has a lot of leverage this year, but he still has that franchise tag that he he can fall back on and that the team already has him locked him in for. So at worst, he's going to play another year for the Cowboys at a decently, uh, you know, a decent rate. Next year is where it gets interesting for me because Dak Prescott could take all of the leverage available out of the Cowboys' hands by not signing that franchise tag and forcing them into an awful situation post-draft. 
which again is that a good way to to make the general manager and front office members want to bend and give you maybe a little bit more money or give you more guaranteed money? No, but it's a negotiating tactic that the player has to say, "F you, I'm going to screw you over until you give me the money I want," which is something that he could do. Um, and you know, we saw Demarcus Lawrence do that a few years ago with the shoulder surgery, and it worked out for him. As soon as that was brought up, it sounded like that they took it more serious and they gave him what he wanted, and he signed a deal. Um, so that's you know that's something that that in my that I see is being a you know look ahead into the future thing for for Prescott to really use next year um, after he either gets his extension this year, which then we're not going to worry about that, or if he does play on the franchise tag, that could be something he goes back to next year. Um, another big thing that we've talked about on social media a lot is the quarterbacks who have been franchise tagged. We saw that yesterday where Drew Brees with the Chargers was franchise tagged. He went on next year to move on to the Saints. And then Kirk Cousins with the Redskins was franchise tagged. And then he went on the next year to play for the Vikings. So we're not in good company right now with this franchise tag on the table. Um, Do you see any scenario where if Dak does play on the franchise tag in 2020 that he doesn't play for the Cowboys in 2021? Yeah. I mean, I can see... I could see him saying no to the tag and testing free agency next year. Right. That's how that's how I could see him not playing for the Cowboys in 2021. Or could I mean I I guess which like you said that's that's what I would do if I was Prescott and I was trying to take all the cards, but could you see a situation to where the Cowboys just stubbornly go we're not going to pay you 40 million dollars per year, so we're moving on. Like can you can, can can they be that stubborn to the point where they just move on from a top five no. to seven quarterback? No, they won't do that. They won't do that. Um, is, it bad not, that I, is it bad that I have like this thought in the back of my head that they're 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 like let's be the what Broadus always says let's be that one team to just draft a new quarterback every four years. I mean, I I would love it if <laughs> if Dak was like legitimately not a top ten quarterback. Like, listen. It all comes back to this. I was not a Dak Prescott fan. You know this. The people that have followed me for a long time know I was not a huge Dak Prescott fan. I was not always like this, ladies and gentlemen. I became like this because he got freaking good. <laughs> like, he was always he was always decent. Like, he was a good quarterback. He was, like, you know, a top 15 quarterback. He's a legitimate top 10 quarterback now. And for a while last year, he was an MVP candidate. He could be an MVP candidate again this year. Like I, it's dude, it's it's so frustrating because this isn't me being a home like, and and I'm somebody who's a draft guy. I would love for teams to draft quarterbacks. I I love I would love to be able to evaluate a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, but there's no point in doing it when we already have one. That's it. That's all I got to I mean, say about it. I mean, obviously, me and you understand that, but there's a ton of people on the internet. Well, I'm sorry, and... I can't. I can't speak for Edward. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing that, like, if you scroll through my mentions right now, the amount of people that were just like, "Good, don't pay them." Why Let's trash. Why stop tweeting? Well, I was doing good, dude. I was on the internet at all for like three months, maybe not three months, but like two months. 
And then today I just broke loose. I was like, I gotta, I gotta give it to the people. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it is, it is rough in these streets because I don't know. I just, I don't have a lot of confidence that something gets done today. Um, I, I think it's gonna. I think I don't have confidence that the team is gonna cave to Dak's demands. I think it's gonna have to be Dak caving to the team's demands, and. I just don't see him. Do, I don't. I don't think CAA is going to allow him to do that. Yeah. I mean, because again, I mean, again, it just you have to look at it from that perspective too. Like from CAA's perspective, if they allow Prescott to sign a five-year, not even market-setting deal with less guarantees than Golf and Wentz, who is going to sign with CAA as a quarterback coming up when they? See that the guy didn't make a market setting deal. He got, he got, you know, the the years aren't in his favor, and he got less guaranteed money than golf and wins. Like, oh yeah, I mean this this deal. I mean, first of all, it's insulting because he's a better quarterback than and Jared Goff, and it's not close. Um, in my humble opinion, and you know when it comes to Carson Wentz. You can make an argument either way, but at the end of the day, he's been healthy and Carson Wentz hasn't. And that was a year ago. And that deal was a year ago. Thank <laughs> you for interrupting me, Connor. I was getting there. I was pausing for dramatic effect. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it would be that number right there. If those numbers to 35. are not, it, it it would be insulting if it came in under either of their deals. All right. I mean, it, it, and again, like people, that's what I'm talking, you know, the people on Twitter right and, now and are. And I'll get on the radio and I'll argue with Sean all day about that. <laughs> if, if it comes down to it and, and because we, 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 he's always, you know, talk, and I'm getting into work stuff now, but it's Cowboys related. He's always talking about how the Cowboys haven't disrespected Dak. And I always believed it because they talked about, you know, the, the market setting deal. And obviously they're not going to do that now because Pat is, a thing and got paid, you know, forty million, and that is all weird too. Like we talk about that, but by the time he ever touches forty million dollars against the cap, it would be after Dak's deal would finish, anyways. Right. So like he's he's getting like thirty seven to thirty nine before that, and if Dak were to get you know just over golf and and Wentz, like that's a, to me a fair deal because. As much as I like Dak, Dak isn't Mahomes. That's huh. true. Huh. But if you're going to pay Dak less than Wentz, and especially less than Jared Goff, no, I can't get down with that. To me, that is disrespectful because you are a year past that market, and he's a better quarterback than them. And let's let's point out also with Mahomes' deal, while because when it first came out, I everybody think it's a bad deal for Mahomes overall. Well, like, see, I. Definitely can see both sides because what I read today is that, that that's almost a 10-year guaranteed deal. Like, the way the escalators work in that, yeah. that it's like there's almost no way that Kansas City can move on, which we don't see a situation where they can't, they want to move on. But, I mean, for a quarterback to get 10 years of big money, 10 years of guaranteed money for the most part, like... That's a good. It's a good deal for Mahomes, no doubt about it, because it locks in long-term security at guaranteed money deals. But 
at the same time, like you said, to have Mahomes at under $40 million for multiple years before he even sees anything over that is also a good deal for the team. So can see both sides of that for sure. Um, but I think another thing that, you know, we saw today is that people always say once you pay your quarterback, you can't pay other players. Well, they just gave Chris Jones a big contract today too, their defensive tackle. So it's it's doable. Didn't, wait, wait, wait. Didn't, who was the team that had like $17? That was, that was the Chiefs. Yeah. That was literally the Chiefs like three months the ago. The cap isn't real. I, I finally I finally right. believe it. The cap is not real. Right. They had $17. They just paid their quarterback a baseball contract and just paid a defensive tackle more money than anyone on the roster right now for the Cowboys. So if you're still thinking that the team can't do things because of the salary cap because that's what Stephen Jones wants you to believe, stop believing it. <laughs> Because it's insane the way that you can structure contracts, the way you can move money around to make space without it really bothering you, but so much in the long, the, the, the long term, you know, future. So, you know, it's just a, it's going to be an interesting day tomorrow, um, today. As, if you're listening to this, um, we're gonna we're gonna be following it closely. We're gonna be talking about it on the internet. So make sure you're following along. On Twitter, at ConnorNFLDraft and at Dalton B. Miller. And most importantly, at Blogging the Boys. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we are Talking the Star.